Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Wednesday, September 20th. This will be the last show about Jaguars and Chiefs. Jaguars fell in their home opener to the Kansas City Chiefs by a final score of 17-9. to But right now, we are going to talk about some of the positives. We've talked about some of the negatives that we saw in the game. Obviously, the pass blocking up front, not good enough, especially against Chris Jones. You saw some drops by wide receivers. You saw a lack of execution and timing and rhythm by the Jaguars offense overall. But defensively, it was a great performance by the Jaguars. And on the special teams front, overall, a pretty damn good performance as well by most of their specialists. We're going to dive into the standouts here. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop and pick up some new Duval gear. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. So looking at it, few standouts on offense. Actually, I should say two standouts on offense for me, positive standouts. I thought Walker Little, he had a fantastic game. He's been balling at left tackle for the Jaguars. Only one pressure allowed in two games at left tackle. That's really, really impressive. He's been really good in the run game, too. 88 pass pro reps for Walker Little over the first two weeks and one pressure allowed. Kudos to him. Obviously, when Cam Robinson gets back from his suspension and he is now in the building with the team but can't participate until after week four, how's that going to play out? He's been the Jaguars starting left tackle for a long time, but Walker Little playing at extremely high level. How do you get your best five on the field? We'll find out soon. But as of right now, Walker Little is the starting left tackle, and he's playing at a really high level. I also thought Evan Ingram had a very good game for the Jaguars overall. He was um, targeted seven times, caught five passes, no drops for him, four first downs for Evan Ingram. I thought he just, uh, when he, when his number was called, he did a really good job moving the chains and and helping this Jaguars offense kind of stay on schedule despite some of the other issues that they had offensively. And you look at Christian Kirk, obviously he had huge numbers in this game. The reason he's not a standout for me, two big drops. You you just got to be able to not make those mistakes against the Kansas City Chiefs when when you're trying to win a, a tight football game. And I just thought that overall couple too many mistakes for Christian Kirk and obviously Calvin Ridley dropped the ball twice as well not here to harp on the negatives uh, but getting to the defensive side of the ball looking at the Jaguars defensive standouts in my opinion there's a bunch of them that, that played really well Andre Cisco I mean what a game for him in coverage he almost almost had two interceptions he did have one called the Andre Cisco interception this week uh, so glad to see him be able to come down with that that was a throw Patrick Mahomes just threw it up deep down the field should not have thrown it into double coverage Andre Cisco races down the field goes up and gets the football he was targeted three times in coverage got his hands on it twice overall Andre Cisco just a very very good game in coverage he's looking like a true ball hawk back there playing an extremely high level in coverage for the Jaguars and uh, a guy that is getting his hands on the football so far 
through two weeks. I thought Rayshon Jenkins too. I mean, maybe he was listening to this show last week, me saying that he's a little up and down at times. And even in this game, you saw some mistakes from Rayshon Jenkins, but he did really well. He did his best covering Travis Kelsey and the rest of these Chiefs guys that he was lined up against. I thought that um, the Jaguars defense as a whole frustrated the hell out of Travis Kelsey in this one. He was their featured target and they were just breaking up passes, tight coverage, all that good stuff. And Rayshon Jenkins, he had two pass breakups against Travis Kelsey. You also saw um, Trey Hernan broke one up against him. So did Devin Lloyd at the goal line. That was a big play. We'll talk about that. Darius Williams, he was very solid overall. He allowed some catches, but they were playing some off coverage. He had the peanut punch that led to the foyer look and fumble recovery. Darius Williams um, was was physical, was coming downhill when, when guys were catching it shallow against him, was coming downhill and making the play more often than not. So really good game for Darius Williams. He's such an underrated cornerback opposite Tyson Campbell. Uh, Tyson Campbell gets more, more um, coverage, you know, more interest and more praise. But Darius Williams plays really well on the opposite side of him. Also got to give it up. I mentioned Foy recovered that fumble. He led the team in tackles. No surprise there. Stops as well. You know, PFF stat for a tackle that constitute a, that constitutes a win for the offense. He was really solid in coverage as well. Foy Luke, and I think that week in and week out, you just look at what this guy does and you can't, you can't deny that he is one of the best middle linebackers in the game right now from a leadership standpoint, from an on-field standpoint, against the run, in coverage. I think Foyer is playing at an extremely high level. Um, Trey Herndon, I think maybe he listened to everyone all offseason as well, kind of saying that he was the weak link on the defense. He's played lights out both weeks for the Jaguars so far. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He had a peanut punch moment as well. Uh, was able to punch the ball out. The Jaguars didn't recover that one, but a really nice play for Trey Herndon. He was able to make a big play against Travis Kelsey in coverage as well. Um, the very next play, I believe it was, for Trey Herndon after the uh, forced fumble. So good stuff for Trey Herndon so far. Is he perfect? No. Is he the best athlete on the planet at nickel? No. But is he getting the job done for the Jaguars so far? Yeah, absolutely he is. Um, Devin Lloyd, I thought overall maybe not truly a standout performance because they did get him a couple times in coverage I thought maybe there was one run play uh, where he could have potentially gotten into a gap and slowed it down as well but overall I think he played really well racked up a bunch of tackles played very physical uh, when those ball carriers and pass catchers were, were hit by Devin Lloyd I know they felt it and I thought the Jaguars defense as a whole did a really good job hitting and tackling and uh, making sure that their presence was felt. It was a physical game on that side of the ball. But that PBU on the goal line and single coverage against Travis Kelsey late in the game, I thought was a huge play by Devin Lloyd. He had another pass breakup as well. Um, For me, I think Devin Lloyd is definitely moving in the right direction. The Chiefs' offense, excuse me, put so much stress on linebackers, especially linebackers that they've seen on, on tape in the past that they can take advantage of. I didn't think that Devin Lloyd really got taken advantage of a ton. Yes, he did get taken advantage of, I think, two or three times in pass coverage. But overall, 
Very good game for Devin Lloyd. I think he's definitely moving in the right direction. Thought he had a good game in week one as well. Looking at special teams, these guys deserve some love. Um, Brandon McManus, another perfect day for him, really. Three of three on field goals, two of three on touchbacks. He's made every kick he's taken early in, in this season so far for the Jaguars, and he's been really strong on kickoffs. I think he's like seven of nine getting touchbacks on kickoffs so far for the Jaguars. So that's why you bring him in. That's why you brought him in this offseason when the Broncos decided to move on. I think that he definitely has more talent uh, as a kicker than anybody you've seen here since Josh Lambeau was, you know, in his prime before he got injured. So, and even Josh Lambeau didn't have quite the leg power that Brandon McManus brings to the field. So good stuff for him so far. Ross Matisic, he deserves all the love. The Jaguars long snapper. He's such a good snapper, very reliable. And his, um, you know, punt coverage ability is awesome. His tackling is awesome. He goes down there and makes plays um, and, and punt coverage. So good stuff for Ross Matisic. They're Obviously very happy to have him around. And Logan Cook, he was booming it as well. Four inside the 20, very strong game for him. One of the best punters in the league. I think you look at the Jaguars' special teams. I think you look at their defense, and they really helped the Jags keep this game close. And usually you look at a Jaguars football game, you say, well, if the defense plays well and the special teams plays well, they're going to win the game. But this week it was the other phase of the game, the offense that just was not quite there. Again, Dropped passes, poor offensive line play. A lot of that was just Chris Jones being a one-man wrecking crew, but there was other issues there as well. And then um, just a lack of rhythm and execution overall. I think that it was kind of a one-off type of game. I don't expect this to be the norm for the Jaguars offense at all moving forward, but uh, it's early in the season. A lot of times defenses are ahead of offenses at this point in the year, but I think the Jaguars offense will get it figured out I don't think it's just a a Press-Taylor issue. I don't think it's just an offensive line issue. I think there was a lack of cohesion. I think that the offense started pressing after they were unable to convert on some of their early chances. And it ended up being an ugly performance overall by the Jaguars offense. But they were an inch away here or there from being the victors in this game, in my opinion. So I don't think it's anything to stress out about too much. Obviously, you want to be 2-0. But look. Most of the league is 1-1 one and one or 0-2 oh right now. There's only two teams in the AFC that are 2-0. and oh. The Jaguars are still on top of their division at 1-1, one and one, and they have another division matchup coming up against the Houston Texans in Jacksonville this week. The Jaguars haven't beaten the Texans at home. One of those games was in um, London. Um, but the Jaguars haven't beaten the, the Texans at home in five straight tries. This is a week where they need to get a big win in the division, and it's a week where they should get a big win in, divi- in the division. They're heavily favored. They're at home in Jacksonville coming off a disappointing loss to the Chiefs. The Jaguars need to rebound in a big way, and I believe they will. We'll get into that matchup here the rest of the week, but really appreciate y'all tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. You can follow Generation Jag or at Generation Jag. You can also like, subscribe, hit that notification bell on YouTube. And if you want to support the channel further, check out genjag.com shop. Pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.